Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about your pets and you. Are you compatible with your pet? How are pet auras different from human auras? And if your pet were an aura color, what aura color would it be? But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So I actually don't see aura colors around animals the way I see them around people like and I'm going to get into that and I've talked about that in the past but this is just for fun oh this is a fun episode okay, I would fun. Say. well I'm actually not having fun right now because <laughs> we do have three cats yeah. and this is crazy cat number I think two yeah which is dusty and Dusty's we'll get, two. later on we'll get into his colors but I think his colors are okay but every single time we start the podcast mm-hmm. what does he do he starts yeah. scratching on all the items that are around us. Yes. He starts making noise. He's totally quiet. He's quiet. Before He's a quiet we start, cat. when we're doing, you know, we do a little prepping beforehand, mm-hmm. warming up and, you know, going over our notes and everything. He's sleeping. I know. But as soon as you press record. Yeah. He starts going nuts. He... He, I think and I think it's because you said he's a turquoise. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. I know, yeah, he's and a turquoise, I'm gonna get yeah. it, but I feel like he yeah. thinks he's doing the podcast with us, honestly. I, yeah, I think so. Because we're here and we're talking and we're in this room yeah. and we look busy, so he's like, I'm busy too. Yeah, it's weird because I do have a third <laughs> mic here. Sometimes he pulls right up to it. He drinks a coffee, has a water, and yeah. <laughs> it's true. It happens every time. Okay. Yeah, every single time. Okay. I thought this would be fun. All right. Let's talk about if aura colors were animals in the wild so you know this is this is kind of symbolic this is a little metaphorical this is this is kind of like what aura colors these wild animals encapsulate a lot of the animals i'm going to mention a lot of people find as spiritual kind of tokens or animals like animal messengers in their life or animal symbols okay but what kind of aura colors do you think they embody okay and again this is just for fun you don't really see these colors no but play at home okay all right (laughs) no i don't see these colors around animals it's just i don't know all right so you're gonna give me an animal and i'm gonna take my best guess at it yeah yeah let's see let's all right okay so uh, oh and credit to dr shelby because she gave me this graphic and it's just so popular every time i put it up on my stories like everybody wants to be well i hope i get them right <laughs> well i mean I, it's, or you it's, can't you get it right subjective oh, yeah, you know right. it's so just you can't really of, get it wrong no nah, okay. it's just fun to think about it okay all right so let's talk, let's start with foxes a fox so okay, think fox. of fox like their their word here is intellect Intell- yeah you know when i think of a fox i mm-hmm. think of like a little sly okay cunning mm-hmm. smart intelligent yes. yes um so i would but then they get like a little edge to them. So yeah, I would, I would go, do. if I was giving it a aura colors to most foxes, I would, can you say foxes? Yeah. Yeah. Fox eye. Fox eye. Because <laughs> I don't like deer. You can't say deers. Yeah. Um, I would say <laughs> green purple. I mean, that would be green. Yeah, is that green that, purple? Yeah, that's what we have it as here. You have it down as green yeah, purple? Yeah, yeah. But like, again, it's, it's subjective. subjective. I can see, I can see people going yellow purple on that too. Yellow purple? A little bit, but I don't know how neat and tidy they are. Yeah. You but know? they always say. I guess they're portrayed as very like they are, you know, methodical and you know, not maybe not so much methodical, sly but more like and sly, clever, clever, clever. clever. Yeah. I, that's their, I think, spiritual meaning. Okay, okay, let's do another one. All right, all right you're doing really well. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Off to a good start. I'm one okay. for one with Dr. Shelby. This is good. All right. Um, okay, what about a lion? Oh, okay, a lion. All right. Yeah. Now. Well, a lion, okay, obviously a lion is protective. Mm-hmm. That's the role of the lion. But I think all the hunting is done by the... The, the females. The females, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, okay. So I would say he's red. Okay. Definitely red. The lion right. is definitely red. 
And then, is it, now I'm going to be going back and forth between blue and purple mm-hmm. on, on the lion. I, I think purple. I, that's, what, that's what we have it down that's here. That's what we have it down here. Yeah, okay. red, purple. Okay. Yeah, like the male lion. Yeah. You know, but I think the female lion too in a lot of ways. But the male lion's very much like, I'm going to lay on this rock. Yeah, they kind of show know, off their, their mane. Their mane. Yeah. They, you know, my big job is to make sure no other lions come around. Right. And they, like, like, and they like to do it with style, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, a little style. So we'll give them the purple. All okay, right. Red, two purple. for two. Okay. I, I feel like this is good. This okay. is a good All right. Give me the little, little. Okay. Let's give you elephant. Okay. Ooh. So elephants, usually their symbolic meaning has a lot to do with intuition and memory. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just giving um, you a hint there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, this is hard. It's hard. That was, yeah. The, the first two were fairly yeah. easy. Um, an elephant. Um, I mean, hmm. I, per, I'm going to purple blue. Yes. Well, we have it down as purple indigo. Purple indigo? Yeah. Okay. But I think, what, why did you pick like the blue or the indigo? Why'd you pick that? I mean, I, I, because I, I think they are, I mean, I know they're like, they can be very dangerous mm-hmm. in the wild, right? But I yeah. also feel that they have like a calming presence, especially they with their do. children. Yeah. They're very good parents. Like mother, very good mothers, they're I very, think. Yeah. They they're, have family systems. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really close. They're sensitive. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. I like that. All right. Okay. I am three for three with Dr. Shelby. Okay. That's pretty this is good. This pretty is good. close. Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. I like this. All right. All right give me two more. Give me two. Um, Let's do two more. <laughs> okay. Let's give you a seahorse. Oh, boy. A seahorse. <laughs> a seahorse. Now, seahorses, what would you give a word to them? Like, They're like floaty. 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 Like the way you described that one Vanderpump Rules girl. Oh. <laughs> She's like floaty. You call her floaty. Raquel slash Rachel. Um, <laughs> yeah. two names? Yeah, that's a whole thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, yeah, okay. Uh, sure. Sure. So like floaty? like Floaty. I mean. We have the word down here is ethereal. Ethereal. Oh. Maybe that was bad to describe that girl then. <laughs> I probably got that wrong. You know, uh, seahorses, think about them. They, like a they, light... do? they share duties a lot. Yeah. The, the male seahorses are a really good dad, I think. Okay. Something like that. Like a, a light blue, a, a turquoisey color. Yeah, we. I have mean, a, maybe that's just turquoise. Turquoise. Put, yeah, turquoise yellow. We turquoise have, yellow. We have them down as. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of like beautiful and chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. I apologize, seahorses, for <laughs> for relating the you to a. The seahorses are coming for you. I apologize for relating you to a uh, Vanderpump Rules character. <laughs> character. <laughs> that's basically what it is. All right, last one. Okay, last one. Okay. Oh, should I give you a hard one or an easy one? G- give me one easy one to build up my confidence and then a hard one. We'll okay. do two more. We'll right, give, give, me, like, give me a real easy one. Okay. A, a dog. A, a dog is, mm, well, red, blue. I assume most dogs yeah. are probably red, blue. Yeah, totally. Okay. okay loyal. Yeah. You know, all that. All right. That's easy. Okay. Now, dove. <laughs> a dove? Yeah. What would a dove be? So think oh, about my. it. Dove, like, symbolizes what? Like Peace. 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 Love. Okay. All right. Um, unity. So maybe like a pink a pink, a pink? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She's like, kind yeah, of, she's pink. like, pink. I'm like, I'm on the she's other like, side, on, like, good this. job. What's yeah, another yeah. color? Yeah, yeah. You know, are they, are they sloppy about it? Or are they kind of together about like they giving that together. message? They do. Should, so yeah. what's that other color would you say? Oh boy. Um, they're like a pink yellow? Yeah. Pink that's yellow. what I'm known as. 
I mean, listen, there aren't correct answers at all. This is like, this is, this, you know, this is a stressful game. <laughs> you, you're really stressed. Like, yeah. you want to make sure. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta let, relieve some stress. Jamaji, Jamaji, Jamaji. There I'm, you I'm go. relieving the stress. Okay. I, I, I think some of our players at home, yes, are gonna be stressed out by this. I'm sorry, yeah. you guys. <laughs> there are no right answers whatsoever. Okay. Could you give me like owl? Where I could just like green or something. Yeah, owl green. Oh yeah, owl green. That would have been easy. She has it down as green and turquoise. Green and turquoise? Like a green coise. If you think about them, like a green coise, yeah, it makes... Like, how would you describe like, I would an go owl. owl again, green purple. Green purple? Yeah, I would go green purple for really? owl. Really? Yeah, because they're, like, they're, they seem like, first of all, like, they have, like, oh, they're wise like an owl, right? And then they, like, they seem like they're looking down on everyone, and then, like, they're kind of like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never thought of owls that way. I did. Like, they, like, you feel like. They're better I, than. I feel like, I feel like an owl thinks they're better than. Owls give you kind of a superiority yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They make you feel inferior. Yeah. Oh, I never got that from any I owls. Do. Yeah, well, remember, I did have a 1.1 grade point average in college, so. <laughs> Any animal, pretty much, is going to make me feel inferior. To me, I like the green koi's kind of vibe because they're they're kind of alarming. Like, you know, you're in the the woods and you're just like, "What's that?" You know, and I feel like green koi's is understand people expressing their presence the same way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> kind of like whoa, because they're so different. Green koi's, right, right. and they live in the woods, and I feel like green koi's would prefer to live in the woods. Okay, okay. What about a koala bear? Oh, we don't have that one. Oh, oh you're going to ask me one? Yeah, you, I'll put you on the spot. Oh, it's koala not even, bear. Oh, I had one more. I had one more I wanted to do. Okay, what? Well. Oh, oh, no, I'll do I'll do koala bear. Okay, so koalas to me, I'm trying to think. They're they're cute and fuzzy and they seem kind of chill until they're not. Until they can kind of I think they can kind of turn on you quick. Can they? I think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> and and they're like Australian, right? Yeah. So I, I think. don't Australia in general gives me like a turquoise vibe. Okay. Like the whole country. So I feel like koala to me they're turquoise. Maybe turquoise but purple. But they do they sleep like twenty hours a day. So maybe oh, indigo? Like indigo? Maybe, tur- maybe a turquoise oh, indigo. Like turquoise indigo. I'll say indigo. Koala bears indigo. You me. think indigo yeah. to you? I think you win that yeah. one. All That's right. better. All right, I got one more. All right, one more. Because this was so Oh my god, I'm torn between two. I'll give you this one: narwhal. <laughs> like, like in the movie Elf. Yeah, a narwhal. Everybody. Is that even a real animal? Hope you find your dad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real animal. Yeah, no, narwhals are real. Oh, they're real. I you thought didn't that was a know mis- that? I thought that was a mythical creature from the movie Elf. And you think it started in Elf? Yeah, like, I thought, that's yeah, funny. yeah, I did. I thought it was like Buddy's friend. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah, narwhals are real. I then I don't know. I mean, I would have said like magical pink from because it's from Buddy's world. We have them down as star seeds. Star seeds. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I agree. Okay. Okay. Star worlds are star seeds. Like you didn't think they were real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and do an ad. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so you don't know what a narwhal is, yeah. and you got to tell everybody what you did the other well, day. The other day, I just opened the fridge. There was like a plate of food. Okay, <laughs> it was late at night. I got up early. You know, I drive Bree to school, and uh, I'm tired. I was tired. I just had yeah. my discussion group. I was real tired, and I think I almost ate. I just about ate cat food. The, yeah, well, the smalls. I <laughs> I was about to eat it. I had the fork in going into my mouth, and then you screamed. You know, your Scotty voice. Scotty, <laughs> <laughs> that's the cat. Yeah. Well, easy to it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, it was make. right there on a plate. Looked, and not just it that, good. It, it does look good. It looked fine. Well, it's real food. 
Smalls is real food. And that's why you all have to try Smalls, for not for you, for your cats. Because if you're still feeding your cat kibble, now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. It has helped all three of my cats. Um, they have shinier fur. The litter box is way less stinky. And I can tell that they love it because they sit around the fridge. Because, yes, that's where you keep it. They sit around the fridge and they wait for me to give it to them. They, I've never seen them this excited about eating before. You know, my cats are part of my family. So I'm proud to feed them food that I can trust. And after making the switch to small, 78% of cat owners reported their cats had shinier and softer fur and 90% reported overall health improvements. It's a big deal. And again, it's real food. It doesn't have artificial flavoring or meat byproducts or preservatives with names that you don't even want to try to pronounce. Remember, higher quality ingredients mean a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head to smalls.com slash KYA and use promo code KYA at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code KYA for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code KYA for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Are you compatible with your pet? Well, you probably had an immediate answer as soon as you heard me ask that question. And that's what we are talking about today. And just because this is a fun episode, we're going to do it in aura color. Even though I don't see auras meaning the same thing around animals as I do um, when they're around people. And I'm going to explain all that. Uh, Episode, though, episode 129. If you want to hear more about animals in depth, I did such a deep dive in that episode about how animals communicate, how they come through in mediumship, what their energy means, how they see the world. So deep into that with really cool examples and and examples from client pet readings and and whatnot. Go to episode 129 because if you like this, you'll love that. But today let's talk about compatibility and let's talk about the difference between auras and people and auras and animals. And then let's talk about if you know, if your cat or dog was an aura color, what would they be? And finally, we're going to talk about how you interact with pets based on your aura color. So I'm going to try to be, uh, you know, organized as I do try to on here. All right. So let's begin. Humans and pets have different auras around them. Okay. So straight up, I can only tell you how I see things. So yes, I see colors around people. I see colors around animals. You know, I see colors around plants and stuff too, but it's different. (laughs) And I, when I was getting ready for this podcast episode, I was like laying in bed at night watching my cat Dusty just walk on all the furniture (laughs) in the dark. And I'm like, but how can I explain it? Because it's more of a feeling. And I bet some of you already know what I'm trying to explain. Humans, so we'll just start at the basic. Yes, while I do see auras around animals, they often mean something different than the meaning I see for humans. So animals are more pure energy. They are communicating constantly with energy, authentically, without questioning it. They don't really have boundaries to it, and they use their energy to communicate with us. So auras around us are part of our energetic signature, 
an extension of the way we filter through this world and tools we can use to follow us through our life path journey. And finding the right tools to get your life journey goals done is part of the reason why, you know, I feel like we're here. It's a feeling of authenticity when we can do that. So I truly believe that you have a life contract and you have goals and objectives. And when you come here, you're kind of, it's kind of like picking out your avatar in a video game. It's like, all right, I'll pick that one. And that one has an indigo and green aura. So, you know, it's part of your tools. Um, yeah. And, and so that's why when you hit your life goals, it's like a twofold thing. You got to hit your life goals, which is like your life purpose. And, and you have to do it in a way that's authentic to you. And aura colors, the way I see them, that's how it's authentic to you. There's going to be a way that you, a pathway to do it. That's going to be different than other people's pathway. And a lot of that and the whole reason this podcast is is attempting to pinpoint that and follow it as best as you can. And the greatest measurement of whether you're doing it or not is the feeling of authenticity. And so that's how I see auras around us. They feel they feel way more tethered to our individuality and our consciousness. And they tend to be in a way in which we interact between this world and our links to the other side or a version of ourself, which is eternal. So they kind of feel like a go-between between the real us and the earth side us. There are, the other thing with our auras is we can be very affected by what we've been through, our programming, our traumas. Our energy signature around us can be very affected by that, whereas animals, it's different. And finally, in us, they feel like pathways back to our eternal souls. So so your aura feels like it's, it's the part of you that's true. It's the part of you that's kind of like the glow of your soul. And what is it about us that we're always in contention between our eternal soul selves and who we came here to be. Like what, why you're born, you don't have that separateness. All of a sudden you get separateness and you come to the Know Your Aura podcast and you're like, I don't want to feel separateness anymore. I want to feel wholeness and aura colors are a way to do this. There's lots of different ways to do it, but this is one way. And this journey, it's like, it's something that ties us all together. We're all trying to figure it out. And the ones that aren't kind of have, you know, they're, they're, they're not doing it fine, whatever. But the ones of us that are, I feel like you understand that the bridging of the separateness. Well, here's the thing. Animals do not have a separateness. Their auras are not kind of like a callback to who they actually are. They are who they actually are. Auras and animals have more of a pure life force energy. They don't have that separateness. I feel like their life journeys are, you know, they're different than ours. They have a way of connecting and existing in a fluid way, which which isn't separated. It's not compartmentalized. They're pure. They're whole. They're just an effortless, consistent or constant bridge of energy the universe has encapsulated into their little furry bodies. And therefore, the colors they project aren't the way that I read them. I don't read animals based on their aura colors. And I think there's a the reason there's two reasons why. One, because they're not 
how do I, I don't want to say hiding anything. How do I put it? Like they don't, that separateness becomes a wall and animals don't have that. So animals are just like, here I am. Like they're not ashamed. They don't have anything to be ashamed of. They are what they are and they're here and they're in this moment. It's us. It's people that are like, Ooh, there's a wall. We all have it. It's just some sort of wall. If somebody doesn't have it, actually they get attacked a lot by society. Like if somebody doesn't have a wall, um, people kind of are like, Hey, wait a second, you know, and, and they come in and they're like, are you ill or, or why are you living life this way? Or people get attacked if they don't have a wall, it, but most of us have a wall. And number two, I need your permission to read you, you know? So auras are my way of kind of gaining. It's the door I walk through your door. When I read somebody, think of your aura as like a door. That's just how I walk in to read you. And I feel like we all do that anyways to each other with each other's auras or energy fields. Like you walk through that door first before you get to know somebody. Animals don't have that. So they're just kind of like, here I am, you know. And if you've had animals in your life and you spend time with them, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's unconditional. They're constant. They are what they are. They're not trying to be anything else. They are themselves in this moment all the time. So I don't have to do anything to read them. They just start talking because they're ta- they, that's how they communicate to each other, to the world, to the universe. They're in a constant flow. They're like open channels all of the time without that upsetting them. They don't feel overwhelmed. It's kind of like they just, they exist okay that way for us. We need kind of boundaries and whatnot. They don't really need that energetically. They are energy. They connect to it. They um, they don't have any sort of need to create identity like we do outside of it. That wouldn't even occur to them. You know, they have their own space. And when they move around in life, they own whatever space they're in. Um, they, they just move, move along and they're adaptable and, and they don't always question their existence constantly or, or their worth or their their worth of being here, I suppose. Um, and, and I've thought about this a lot because I don't believe in spiritual hierarchy at all. Um, growing up in a religious household and, and growing up in, in just a religious context, we were taught that animals were uh, created to be companions to us. That's what I was taught growing up. And and they're not, they don't have souls. And I couldn't disagree more. And I talked about that over in episode 129 because they always come through and they stay with you and they're on the other side and they wait for you. And, and they definitely they definitely go to the other side. I truly believe that animals are, and I don't know how else to put this exact, except this is how I get it. And I would love for you to ponder it on your own and be like, well, what do I think that energy is? I feel like there's lots of places energy can go to create life. And humans are different for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but I would say animals, nature, the universe, it's intelligent energy. And in different, I guess, compartments or in different in different bodies, it's going to come out differently. And in humans, I feel like there is a reason why it's so complicated for us. I feel like our purpose um, as a collective species is something that... I feel like we're supposed it's it's a collective existence and we're supposed to figure out something together and we haven't we're working on it we'll say that that's and I don't know what that means and I don't know what we're supposed to figure out but I feel like that's what the point of it is um 
And I feel like animals, uh, you know, and other elements of nature or whatnot are just pure universe energy and they don't have to do anything. They can just be. And they're just supposed to be magnificent and they're just supposed to be here. And they're just supposed to remind us of what is important and and what is possible and what's true. Because they don't have the 3D thing going on. They're, you know, even though they're all instinct and survival and, and existing in the in a 3D world, they don't have that. They don't have the repercussions that we tend to have doing the same thing. You know, they're not constantly worrying about lack or they don't have jealousy or they don't have all these things that we struggle with. They don't seem to struggle with those things. Okay. So I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts about it because I've been thinking about that a lot. Like why? Because I just read, you know, animals and I read people and it's it's different. It's just, it's just different. I guess I never sat there. I never sat and thought about it until this episode. Yeah, why why is their energy different and why don't I see auras as a way to connect to them? Having said that, they do have colors around them. Usually the colors are like blues, um, like hues of blue, hues of red, and maybe green, you know, depending. But it's not related to personality. So when we do our fun stuff with animals, you know, when we talk about, oh, if an owl was an aura color, you know, that's just for fun. You know what I mean? That's like our own personification upon the animals today just because we're having a good time. But honestly, they don't, it doesn't operate that way. And, you know, on it, like I said, I see energy around like plants and stuff too. So it's kind of a living thing vibe. Um, but humans give it off differently and it has more I guess it just has a different meaning. I don't want to say more complicated, but it kind of is. But by more complicated in a way, I feel like we just make things a lot more complicated than they have to be. And complicated does not mean intelligent, by the way. Like, I truly don't believe I have it more figured out in life than like a grizzly bear. Like, I I 100% believe that that is not true. So anyways, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I see auras around animals and humans, you know, and plants too, but it's not it's not necessary to read them. And I am not a plant person, but this is kind of a funny side note. We had this bush in our backyard and I moved it like three times, like literally out of a pot and into another pot. Every time I had to like cut the roots and, you know, I'm indigo. I felt bad. I'm like, I'm so sorry because this thing was like... This thing was a survivor and I'm like, okay, it was just a stick. Like I had to move it because we were doing stuff in the backyard. So I had to move it. And Scott's like, oh man, it's dead. Throw it out. I'm like, I don't know. Cause it was kind of glowing to me energetically though. You know, it had an aura. I'm like, I feel like it's still alive. <laughs> like, let's just give it one more shot. When I tell you that is the healthiest bush we have in our backyard. Um, now a green person. And my grandfather, who was a gardener, would say, all you also had to do is just scratch the bark a little bit. And if it's green, it's good to go. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I just saw that it was glowing. And I feel like you plant people, you plant parents, you're do- probably doing that all the time. You're probably picking up the life force energy of your plants because everything has it. Anything that's alive has a life force energy. I really was not feeling inspired by my workouts anymore. I was heading towards a bit of a burnout. So having the past month working with Copilot has been absolutely 
a 180 to my fitness routine. Copilot is an affordable one-on-one remote personal training service that provides personalized workouts tailored to your goals and available equipment. What do you get? You get accountability and support from a real person with the flexibility to work out on your own schedule, all for a fraction of the cost of in-person training. My coach is Olivia and we chat on the message app on Copilot, Copilot's app. And we chat every day. I talk to her every day and we video call and I can schedule calls with her if I want to and I have, if I want to kind of fine tune something, um, you know what I love about it? I don't have to think about what I'm going to do. I just tell her like, you know, I really like, I, this actually just happened. I, I wanted a cardio workout that I could just pull up whenever I wanted it. And she made me one. And I, then I wanted one when I worked out from home, you know, and all I have are 12 pound weights and she made me a 12 pound weight at home workout. It's like a half hour workout and it's great. I, Love the flexibility of the system too. I mean, I can work out at the gym or home. Like I said, I can work out anytime. I mean, I, this week was rough. I didn't work out for four days in a row and you know, she's not pushy. You know, none of them are. She was just like, Hey, how are you doing today? Like, is there anything like we can do to get you moving? Is there any other thing that you need from me? And that's just how they are. My goals were to feel inspired and to have more energy. Those are my goals. And she's really helping me reach the feeling of inspiration because my workouts are fun. They're varied and I don't have to think about it, you know, which being creative really took my steam away (laughs) and I don't have to be creative anymore. Olivia's creative for me. Copilot has been listed as one of the best personal trainer apps of 2023 by Forbes. And the second you use it, you'll be like, Yeah, I can see why. And guess what? You can use it. Okay. Go to go.mycopilot.com slash know your aura to get a 14 day free trial with your own personal trainer. That's go.mypilot.com slash know your aura for a free 14 day trial. Our unique link will be in their show notes as well. So let's talk about how animals communicate. Again, I went into this a lot more in depth, episode 129. Um, Pets are natural empaths. And they're kind of like a great example of empaths because they exist without feeling sorry for existing. Like a lot of us empaths do. (laughs) A lot of, you know, when I talk about the recovering empath, I talk about how you can feel other people's feelings as your own. And if you haven't figured that out yet, what happens is you'll constantly alter your behavior to accommodate for others, and you'll think that what they want is what you want, and you'll think that how they feel should dictate your behavior, all right? So we've talked about that a lot over here. Here's the deal. Animals feel what you feel too, but they know it's you, (laughs) especially cats. They know it's you. They will react to it. They will um, behave differently because of it or whatnot, but they know it's you. Um, humans don't, we're not taught from the get-go that energy is a way of communicating, but animals, that's, that is a language. Animals communicate via energy. I mean, that's how they do it. They pick up energy from the world around us. They pick up energy from, 
the magnetic fields that exist. They pick up energy from weather patterns. They pick up energy from each other. This is how they maneuver and communicate. And because they're animals, that is just how instinctually how, how they do. People also have that ability, but we're not, we're taught to ignore it in favor of, quote, logic. And if you really want to have a strong understanding of how animals communicate, it's learning to read energy because you have the ability to do it, but a lot of us don't accept it as reality, but it is real. And pets know this and that is how they communicate with us. And their energies, their auras are often a lot clearer looking to me and more indicative of their overall mood rather than pers- their personality, by the way. So they just have kind of a clear aura, whereas humans, no matter the color and depending on the day, it can be cloudy or murky or torn up or whatever. You know, if you're in a good space, it's great. Animals are always just kind of chill, clear, hundred. even if even if you have a, a wacky animal or they're going through something, they're very clear. Um Animals totally speak, but in a different way. They show you pictures. It's like telepathy. Um, They use energy to communicate with us all the time. They'll transfer taste. They'll transfer smell. They'll transfer pain. The more you pay attention to your animals, the more you understand that you have the ability to feel other people's feelings as your own. And that's just feeling energy And if you tap into it and you decipher yours versus theirs, that's that's really how you can pick up what they want. And if you have animals, you're already doing it. You're already doing it. Um, If you have a cat, you know when they are mad that you took their spot. If you have a dog, you know that they're stressed about what's happening next door or something. Like you, you're feeling it all the time. Cats and dogs, real quick. The main difference between cats and dogs is while cats and dogs are natural empaths and energy communicators, dogs do tend to care more about human emotions (laughs) than cats do. Cats totally will understand what you're feeling, but depending on their personality, they'll react in their own way, whereas dogs are usually more reactive without pondering why. So dogs are are more, you know, well, you, you know, if you've had dogs and cats, you know the difference. Dogs sure do act like they care more. And whereas cats, it's like, mm, you know, it's, I see that you're sad and, and depending on the cat, they'll do something about that or not. <laughs> so that's, but if you have, if you have cats and horses though, and I've never had a horse, but I love reading horses because they are such clear communicators. I feel like if you have a horse, you are a plus plus in telepathy because horses just just the way that they project images and the way that they're kind of they're very um it's funny because they're very takeover in a, when I read them they're very much takeover they're like here let me just show you like they just kind of mm. so I don't know much about horses and I know horses obviously there's lots of different personalities with depending on on the horse just like any animal but horses overall are very pushy with their communication they're good at it they know they're good at it they know you're not as good at it especially if you're me and you're reading one. But if you're a horse person, you probably feel this, like who's just a talker more than some, more than another horse. So if you're a horse person, you, you're doing telepathy like better than any sort of mentalist. In my book, the psychic workbook, I talk about animal communication. Number one thing, you're already doing it. 
You and your pet speak to each other already this way. If you've ever found yourself talking to your cat or dog or horse, you're already doing it, you know, asking your pet what they want and then knowing and then feeling them answer. (laughs) Um, I mean, I ask my cat all the time, like, do you want to go in the garage? And like, he, he loves the garage for some reason. And I can tell if he's like, yeah, I do. I do want to go in the garage. Like, You just know. Um, Whatever it is, that knowing means you're already tuned in and communicating with them. When you're an empath, you know, like I said, you can feel other people's feelings, other animals' feelings, other energy as your own. So all of us have this ability. For some of you, it might just be stronger. Everyone can get stronger just by practicing distinguishing your own feelings from your pets. So if you see them looking at you and you feel like you should be doing something, that's right. Trust it. You know, if they're staring at you and you're like, oh my God, I feel like you're mad at me about letting my boyfriend come over tonight this is supposed to be our night together like you're probably right because they do complain about stuff like that in readings um when you have a relationship with your own pet you can tell obviously if they're uncomfortable or sick or happy or out of sorts but when you get those feelings with other animals that's kind of like cool next level and you can do that it does take time to work on this um but you just have to tap in to the energy uh, you know, it, it, a, a good example is if you've ever seen a dog, you know, I used to live, um, growing up in the city and I don't know why they were just made, I don't know if it's still like this. <laughs> Dogs would just always come up to us. And I think I've told this story before. So like very early on, cause my dad is really good with animals and he's super green and he just said like, don't move, don't pay attention to them. And you, but you, I can tell if they're going to bite or not. You know, you can just tell if that's a nice one or a not nice one. I mean, just that kind of stuff. Some people can't, you know, some people just don't know. And then they get bit and you're like, oh my God, you know, that's why, you know, teaching my kids, like, don't touch dogs. Like, don't pay attention to them. Don't talk to them. Don't know eye contact, you know, let them smell you and they'll let you know when they're ready for a pet or not, you know, because like, you don't know. But anyways... That kind of animal communication, that's how you have to kind of teach yourself. Like, stop, pause, get your human self out of the way, and just start feeling the vibe. Don't talk to them. Don't, like, hi, puppy. Like, none of that. Just, like, start feeling the vibe. The more you can notice, hey, I do, I can tell that that my neighbor's cat doesn't like to be touched that way, or I can kind of tell if a dog's going to be aggressive or not you're starting to notice this in, in yourself. Um, it's kind of like, have you ever known where a dog doesn't want to be touched? Have you ever kind of known where a cat doesn't want to be touched or a horse? Have you ever felt like in the past, a part of an animal was hurt somewhere and you don't know how you know that you're just like, Ooh, there's just like that left side sensitive for some sort of reason. And you just knew maybe they were abused or maybe they were hurt or something. Um, have you ever just felt that an animal was mistreated and you don't know why, but you just felt that, Um, These aren't just random thoughts or hunches. This is your ability to pick up on the things that they're telling you energetically. And again, that's telepathy. But here's, I mean, I don't even know if this like, I, I had to fit this in somewhere because this bothered me so much. I had to talk about it. I won't say who, but it's somebody in my life who I'm related to has had, had a cat or has a cat, still has this cat. And by the way, trigger warning. If you're sensitive, it has a happy ending. Okay, I'll just tell you that much. But if you don't want to hear about a cat getting sick, just fast forward maybe two minutes. Okay. But anyways, her cat. Her cat 
was sick and she doesn't live near me and her cat was sick and she's telling me how my god my cat's sick and you know giving me all the symptoms if you're a cat person that this cat obviously has some sort of like urinary tract problem or kidney problem okay like all this stuff like meowing won't pee like doing the the screaming and the kitty litter you know when peeing blood like all that kind of stuff so I think because I do what I do, sometimes people think that I'm like, yeah, totally. That's great. Because she goes, and I don't have money for a vet, so I'm taking her to an animal healer. And she's going to do an- she's going to do healing energy on the cat, and that's going to cure the cat. It's like five sessions, 40 bucks a session, which, by the way, like a vet doesn't cost. I mean, you can find a vet that's cheaper than that. Anyways. And I'm not like, oh my God, that's great. You know, I was like, no, no, that cat needs like antibiotics now. You know, you, you can't do that. Of course, people don't, you know, don't like when you tell them what to do, but it's a cat. And I'm like one of those people, like I'm really non-confrontational unless it comes to kids and, and kids and animals. And then I get like one of those, you know, and I don't even care. I don't even care because I was like, no, I'm like, you have to take it to a vet. So I found a vet in their area and I even gave them money towards it, you know, because I'm like, no, you just take the cat. Don't go. But who, who could say big red flags, animal communicator does not mean you can heal medical stuff. Okay. Leave it to the doctors because some people are out there saying that they can heal your cats because they can talk to them. And even if they know things about your cat, you're like, Oh my gosh, but she knew everything about my cat and she knew all this stuff. Okay. That, that could be true. They could be talking to the cat, but I don't, I, I, and I believe that healing and energy stuff is helpful, but it is not, I feel like medicine is better, especially when you're dealing with an animal who's been entrusted to your care and needs a flipping antibiotic, which the cat needed. Anyways, I just had to put that in there because I don't know. I don't know who's listening and who that, maybe that could save somebody. Cause these, some of these people, they are like, oh, you don't take care of that. She just needs, you know, it's cat Reiki. Like, no. And I don't think normal people do that. I think it's people that maybe just mean well, but no. Okay. I just had to put that in there. Okay, now let's talk about, and this is kind of fun, are you compatible with your pet based on your aura colors? So like, how do different aura colors react with their pets? Let's talk about that next. I don't want to call out any companies, but you know how tricky it is and how time consuming and how utterly energy zapping it is to cancel a subscription for like your storage for your phone that you paid for and you don't know why you're paying for it every month but you still are do you know do you know how hard it is maybe you do well guess what i don't because rocket money canceled it for me this blew my mind but then it didn't um i found out that over 80 percent of people have subscriptions they've completely forgotten about seriously think about how many free trials you've subscribed to that you've probably never canceled or you just don't have the energy to do it that's why i'm such a big fan of rocket money rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place rocket money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place recommends custom budgets based on your past spending and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached 
reached your spending limit. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash KYA. That's rocketmoney.com slash KYA, rocketmoney.com slash KYA. So I love talking about this because, you know, I love aura colors, obviously, (laughs) and different aura colors are pet parents in different ways. And I just love letting you know that you do it in your own unique, special way that, that sometimes can be traced back to your aura color and your pets know it too. How many times have dogs of yellow aura parents shown me that they have to wipe their paws and stuff like that, or there's anxiety around coming in from the yard and they don't know why there's anxiety. And then you find out that their yellow mom is like, but they're dirty when they come in. So we have a whole ritual of cleaning them and like to the yellow aura pet mom, that's not weird. Like that's not anxiety producing. That's just normal. But the dogs are like, Oh my God. Like, did I do something wrong? If I come in, like they don't connect it to their muddy because mud is awesome. Like who wouldn't want that everywhere? Anyway, so it's just kind of funny to connect it when I read animals and then I'm like, oh, but you're, you're purple. So, you know, that, so, so your, so your cat has to remind you to feed it. You know, that's why your cat attacks you randomly in the middle of the night. Did you forget to feed her? Oh yeah. Sometimes I forget to feed her. It's like, okay, so that's why they have to attack you because you're purple. You know, it's little things like that. It's kind of funny. Anyways, I'll start with green people. Green people, I mean, when you're green, it's like you're kind of an animal dream. I have to tell you. this Green people, you kind of shine in the animal ownership or animal parent world. Um, so I notice that green auras tend to really be the alpha in any sort of animal situation they're in. And even if a green or a person's like, I don't like cats, they like cats. Okay. Or if they're like, I don't like dogs, they like dogs. Like I can, just because green or people are funny. Cause sometimes they're like, we don't like, I don't do dogs. And that becomes like one of the, I always call it like the 10 commandments of the green. Like once they think something, it's like written in stone somewhere, but if something, you know, inevitably you're going to have a kid bring one home or your friend's going to drop their dog off and never pick it up. And all of a sudden you are a dog person. And I see green people like eating their words so quick on that kind of stuff because you're good with every sort of animal. Like you're amazing with animals. Why? Because green auras have a really good ability to speak energetically to animals without clouding it with a lot of emotions and stuff like that, which makes them very much like how probably the closest thing to how animals themselves communicate because they communicate with energy, but they don't assign like guilt to things or insecurity or, or unworthiness or what they don't do that, you know, or judgment or anything. And, and green aura people can do that too. So, so green auras are real great with animals. And then the other thing I noticed with green auras is that they tend to end up being like the alpha of their dogs or, or they'll co-cat because cats don't really accept an alpha, but they'll, they'll co-cat with the cats. So they end up being usually the preferred person in the house, believe it or not. Um, yeah. And I think green people are also good. Like once you, once they do kind of sit, I think because they can kind of compartmentalize, you know, how like yellow or is always getting up and down or blue or is always worried about other people's comfort or whatever. Like, I feel like greens can really sit and chill and cats love that. And green auras can really putter and dogs love that. So they kind of get into their uh, behaviors and I don't know, 
green aura people really good with animals oh and green aura people really good horse people uh a lot of the people i see with horses although listen all pets are good for all aura colors don't get me wrong but i would say like horse people like people who are really really into it tend to be green um maybe because of all the training and behaviors and yellow people are good with horses too because i think the consistency is necessary in, in that world or whatnot okay let's talk about blue auras and yeah i know you don't like when i do this i'm gonna combine i'm gonna combine the indigos into this okay all right so blue and indigo people are definitely able to talk to their animals like just tap into that energy like super quick but Whereas a green aura probably isn't having a conversation like out outwardly with her, her pets. Oh, you know, the blues and indigos are, are you hungry? Are you comfy? Do you want this blanket? Are you hungry now or later? Like, that's how I talk to my cats. Okay. Like straight up full on conversations and they answer me. Yeah, they do. Too. And I know if you're blue and indigo, you're like, they answer me too, because they do like, you want cheese? Why are you looking at me? You want a piece of cheese? Like, yeah, you want a piece of cheese, you know? Like, so you just know anyways, their pets totally know this too. So blues and indigos, your pets, you guys are talking, they are talking back to you and you're not crazy. You're welcome. They're very easy. You know, they can, they talk back and forth a lot. I would say the problem with blue and indigo people is uh, you tend not to be the best disciplinarians and animals totally know when they can manipulate you. It's not mean of them. It's just like if they see an angle, they'll take it, obviously, because they're animals and that's just the natural world. So like if they notice, for example, when you go out, you're nervous, they're going to bark they pick up your nervousness and then they're like, oh, you're nervous. I'm going to bark. So all they pick up is I bark and then they bark. Does that make sense? So it's like anything you're scared of, you're actually creating a picture and sending it to them. And they're like, oh, dogs more than cats. Oh, I should do that. Okay. Or the other thing I noticed with you with blue and indigo is like, if you hate your neighbor, because you know, it's okay. You don't have to tell me. Some of you hate your neighbor. The dog hates the neighbor too. Okay. And so if you all of a sudden, you know, you're like, oh my God, my dog, I can't let him out around the neighbor. You might just totally like straight up attack him. He's not like that with anybody else. It's so weird. The neighbor must be bad. Honestly, the dog's probably just picking up that you hate the neighbor. <laughs> it's like just like taking on that. Here, I got you, mom. You know, like that kind of thing. I've had cats do that too, though, but they do it different. They might befriend the neighbor, which is really weird, or just sit on top of their car, sit outside cat or something like that. All right. Yellow auras. Yellow auras. I mean, you guys are great with consistent behavior. I mean, high five, clap, clap, clap. Animals like that, especially dogs. And I don't, I don't like I said, I've never had horses, but probably horses too. I mean, you're the ones that are like, okay, you know, it's 6 a.m. Time for your walk. All right. You know, this is the food you're eating. You sit before you eat it. I'm going to teach you tricks. Um, when we walk in, we wipe our paws, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, this is, this is where you sit. This is where you eat. Here is your bed. You know, that kind of thing. Yellow auras are just really good with behavior and consistency. Something animals really are fond of. They, you know, especially dogs and I assume horses, they definitely like, um, having that feeling of, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a good dog if, if I do this and, oh, this is treat time or, oh, and I feel like I, did something and I have a job or whatever. So yellow aura people are really on top of their animals care and routine too. So the animals feel really 
They like that. And what I noticed with um, <laughs> pets of yellow aura people is that well, a couple of things. They're always very like if you have a dog and and you're a yellow aura, and th- that dog is definitely going to the dog groomer. Like you're you're pretty good about that. Um, two, your dog and cat are used to looking good, and because you're probably cleaning them, and they like that, and you know. So I guess what I'm trying to say is yellow aura people have very attractive animals and not, I'm not saying like they just, they look clean. They like look the best they can look. (laughs) Like I would say like that's, it's just part of it. And I think that that's, that's funny. And I noticed that the pets of yellow aura people tend to also be more on top of their own cleanliness. Now, if you're yellow aura, you might be like, not my dog, but I bet your dog might be cleaner than other people's dogs. If you had to like go watch another dog, you might notice that. Purple people, purple pet owners. I mean, and I'm purple too. Uh, we can get a little distracted sometimes. So yeah, our animals tend to have to remind us, put quotes around that, remind. Reminding can be a lot of different things. <laughs> if you have a cat, that cat might just jump on you, you know, at 3 a.m. Um, if you have a dog, they're sticking their cold nose, they're like bugging you, um, you know, they're... They, they might pick up some behaviors in order to keep you on your toes. Because, you know, in the yellow aura's house, they're getting dinner every day at 4 p.m. on the dot. At purple, it's like, ah, that's three. Oh, I forgot. Oh, sorry, I forgot. You just reminded me. It's 4.30. Here you go. So they might pick up behaviors because part of their routine is, is bugging you and reminding you. Um, so their cats will be a little more pushy. Sometimes with them, the dogs will get a little pushy and they also will, I notice with purple auras, like your animals, and this is kind of like blues and indigos too, but purples too, purple aura pets, like the pets of purple aura people, sometimes they're not as uh, well behaved (laughs) and it's kind of like you can't, like you can't take them out a little bit because they might just be a little bit. I don't know. They might be a little messy or they might not do what the other animals do because they don't have to. Um, but friendly. I will say that though. And and they and and pet pets of the purples, I would say also tend to see you as their pet, not the other way around. So they're they're even though you're the one feeding them and paying for their food and putting a leash on them or whatever you do, actually they're taking care of you because that's what the relationship has switched now and they're taking care of you. So it's just kind of a, a role change there. Red auras, people. Red auras are super playful with their animals. They're playful with their cats. They're playful with their dogs. They're playful, I'm assuming, with their horses. <laughs> Again, I don't know much about horses. But um, they're really active. So I notice, and, and green people are too. Green people can be like this too with their animals. But red aura people are very active. So they are going to teach, you know, with their dogs. It's like, hey, but they're real big on loyalty. So I can see like with um, red aura people and their cats or red aura people with their dogs. It's like, and whatever this, the equivalent would be with horses, it's kind of like, I need to know that if I take you outside, you're not running away from me. I need to know that if I say heal, you're going to heal. I need to know that you protect the kids, you know, if I'm not here, like that kind of stuff. Like red aura people are very much into, listen to me, I'm in charge. Um, we have a relationship here, loyal, the loyalty aspect, and um, recognizing that, that that the bond is between them, 
if that makes sense. Red aura people are really great at being in the moment when when they're playing and stuff like that. And 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 cats and dogs are too. So being in the moment and being present and um, really for, forging relationships with their pets on kind of like a buddy level, like really deep. You know, I always see those. Oh my god, I I can't even watch these videos anymore. But the ones where people like when they were in the Middle East, a lot of the soldiers and, and all these dogs, these street dogs, and they'd attach to them and stuff like that. And then these soldiers are doing everything they can to bring the dogs home. I mean, stuff like that. Or or a lot of our police officers are, have red auras. A lot of police officers have red auras. And, you know, when they have the canines, uh, I mean, it's the bond. Like, that's very much indicative of a red or a relationship with their with their animal there's a bond there's duty there's loyalty and like a red aura is like not that the rest of us aren't but red auras are kind of like you're my equal you know like we're all like that don't get me wrong but i think the rest of us kind of coddle our animals a little bit red auras are like hey i'm in it and you're in it with me and you know animals love that especially dogs i would assume horses would too Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so not to bring up a bad subject, but your birthday yeah. is coming up. Yeah, I know. September rolls around, and all of you just jump on it and tell me it's my birthday. Yeah. Well, do you want to go away? I, I, I do want to go away, but, yeah. you know, it's – I get – I don't know. I don't like it because it's my birthday, but I'll probably wind up doing something. But if we do, yes, we are bringing our base. Of course. Because, like, this is what I like about base yes. the most, honestly. Because I know about it. Yeah. I don't know about anything that's hip or anything. or I know nothing that's cool. Yeah, I know. But I know – Base is cool. Yeah. Like every, you know, when I see people at base, they all look cool. <laughs> and I actually know it. So I actually kind of go up to them. I'm like, hey, is that yeah. a base? Like you grab the weekender bag from me yeah. and you saddle up to somebody holding your Starbies. And you're like, hey. Yeah. Like that's your right. base. I got my Starbies. I'm a base. Is that the mini weekender? They go together. They go together. Because <laughs> I got the uh, the full size weekender. Yeah. And I know. And for me, it's great because I don't know anything about anything. But I know about base. Well, base was created by actress Shay Mitchell you know, to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable and hip like you do, Scott. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. I mean, they got 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, which is very necessary, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash KYA. Go to basetravel.com slash KYA for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So what do you think? Well, after listening to that, I mean, we have three cats. Yeah. And I feel I'm not compatible with any of them. <laughs> but if I had to pick the one I'm least compatible with, yeah. it would be our first cat, yes. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. And if I, I know they don't have colors, but if I had right. to assign Rocky an aura, yeah, definitely red. <laughs> right. And he's probably red and purple. He's not red. Yeah. He's not the same as me. So he's red, purple. Yeah. And yeah, we, we just have it out. I, I mean, we, we both have it out with each other all the time. It's, it's on purpose. He does. He, it's on purpose. I I've, know it's on purpose. I've had lots of cats and this one, 
it's personal to you. Yeah. He knows how to push your buttons. Right. He tries to. Yes. I mean, he's, he does so many things. When we go away, he always finds um, somewhere to, to pee all over. Right. Like that. And, and he's he doesn't do that any other time. But if we go away or, or he right. feels like we left him. And it's funny because we've actually set pee traps for him. Oh, I set pee traps. Meaning like we know he's going to pee. Yeah. We just want him to pee on certain things. Yeah. Which will annoy me less. Right. Like if he pees on this towel that I don't like. Right. Which is our pee trap. <laughs> I set a pee trap. We said that. Because we went away twice this summer. Yeah. At both times. He And we yeah. it worked. He actually peed on the pee trap. The first time. Yeah. The first the time. The second yeah. time. He oh did. yeah, he got Bree's books. He went <gasps> all over Brianna's library. Yeah, you know, and, and Bree, our our oldest, is a book lover. Yep, and she's a red purple. She's a red purple. So, yeah, yeah. He went after her, and he knew he killed the thing she loved the most. Yep, and retaliation yeah. yeah but the first time i set a pee trap <laughs> which was just like <laughs> towels in a laundry basket on top of the dryer right. because he got me once that way yep once i went away and he peed all over clean laundry and i didn't realize it had pee all over until i put half of it away and i was like oh, ew and i had to go back and find it and it was like so that worked once so, so it worked that was my, yeah. my trap and it worked but i think he knew anyways he also tries to kill you. Um, yeah, he does. I feel like he's he's actively daily. trying to yes. give you some sort of stress related cardiac issue. Yeah, he d- <laughs> he like does. I see him doing it. No, I know, I know. Like he 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 just he'll just he tries. Like he'll yeah. attack you, or he'll want uh, you to give him something, or or you're sitting down, he just starts scratching on your chair because yeah. he wants you to let him into the garage or whatever. Yeah. And and then and then you open the door to let him in the garage and then he just sits. Yep. All yeah. three and that's all three of them. All three of them are <laughs> trying to take years off my life. And I think of all three, I think he does it the best. He's, and, you know, he's really intelligent. He's really good at it. So yeah, yeah I don't see uh, colors around animals the same way I see it around people. I just spent like forty minutes talking about that <laughs> before. But let's throw that out the window <laughs> and let's because it's fun. Okay. Let's just pretend you did. Let's say your cats had a human aura. Right. What would it be? Because we like to personify our pets. Yeah. And and let's do it. Okay. All right. So so if, let's so say you, your cat was a red. Okay. Like let's say your cat's a red aura. So all right, your cat or your dog. All right, you they can be very aggressive. Right. <laughs> when they play, they might use the claws use the teeth a little more than other animals they can get territorial um they'll bite you if they're mad at you um i mean a lot of this is way more acceptable in cats than it is in dogs yeah i see like a red aura. like if if a dog was a red aura i would say those are the dogs that are really serious about their jobs like they want to they have to herd or they have like a higher prey drive or they like to play games like tug or yeah. fetch or things like that. Right. And earlier in the episode, you gave me dog as one of the animals. Yeah. But, and I said red blue, yeah. but I don't think every single type of dog would be a red blue. No. Like I just gave it like an overall general Yeah. Like thing. The, yeah. The I, metaphor of it. Yeah. And then like some dogs, maybe like a gold, like a golden retriever probably gets more of the cuddly. <laughs> yeah. But then like a German shepherd probably really gets that red blue yeah, rap. Yeah. You, you could go into like the different breeds Just, Yeah. Cause some dogs like get bad raps, you yeah. know, and, but yeah. All right. Right. So depending on like what your dog's like, but right. then. You know, then then there's other auras too. Yeah, so like a like a yellow. All right, so yellow. So yellows are neat and tidy. 
kind of. So that would be like a cat that cleans themselves really well. Like I've had cats that do not clean themselves at all. Yeah, that's our isn't that our cat? That's all three of them. They're yeah. disgusting. I, I feel all our cats are inauthentic aura colors. <laughs> I don't know how we got stuck with this lot. Stop it. I love our cats. We're all against you. It's three against one. No, everyone's and I. I'm going to be tell you, like, I've, <laughs> I've been at war with all three cats for a very long time. <laughs> but I've noticed, like, Bree was very angry with Rocky for a long time after the pee incident that on the bugs. That was bugs. terrible. Abby right now is kind of had it with Binks. Yeah. You know, who the pink, or what do we call him, Binks? Binks are a third cat. Third pink cat. blue, we're calling he's more him. Pink blue. And he's like, uh, you know, he like kind of sleeps a lot. Yeah. And he's a little, you know, floats around a little, you know, he can be cutesy. He's he can little, be but he's a little snarky. Yeah. He loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know, of all the cats, I think he's the biggest Swifty. He's definitely he the biggest be, Swifty. He would be a such Swifty. a Swifty yeah. if he were a person. Yeah. Like Rocky's Metallica. <laughs> Does he like Grateful Dead? Yeah, he's gr- does he? <laughs> He'd does, be a total deadhead. Yeah, does he's our turquoise? <laughs> you call him like green coins. I think he's like a green. Coise. I don't know. I, I think he's like a. He's like an owl. Yeah, I'm giving him just tur. I'm giving him all turquoise. All he does is copy the other cats and and us. And he's no other color. He's no secondary color. And I, he, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, he might be like into like like what's that? Singer that's uh, uh, the turquoise singer. Jewel. Oh, he's like oh, Jewel. He is right? like Jewel. Yeah. He like he's got Jewel. his little guitar. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like Jewel. he's from Alaska. Folk. Yeah. He could be a little folky. <laughs> a little folky. <laughs> right. But like a yellow or a cat. Like if your cat was yellow or your dog was yellow. I think the, like those types, they can do tricks oh. and they, they can learn tricks a little bit better. They're, they're cleaner and yeah. Okay. I what about the green? If your so, dog or cat was green. Let's say your pet's green. I think they're very obsessive about playtime. They're okay. a little, they're a little like fixated. You know mm. how like some animals can get like very Maybe fixated like, on okay. playtime. Maybe solve a problem well in the yard, <laughs> like in a rubric's. Cl- <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like all right, uh, the easiest way around this fence is through it. And yeah, exactly. Dig a hole when you're not looking. Right. Yeah, totally. And they are they're like diggers. Yeah, they can jump really high. They're like crazy energy. Yeah. Maybe if they're. Um, they like to swim right. a lot. Maybe if they're a cat, they'll chew on your plants. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you gotta watch Well, that. yeah. I mean, it's definitely what, like, what each one would do with a bone. Like, the green dogs might, like, really organize them, or the yellows, too. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, if you have a purple dog, you might see bones all over the yard, and they're ha- oh, half buried. That's so half true. Like buried bones. Like, yeah, so purple yeah, animals. purple. Like, they would be, they're kind of, they're messy. You know, they, they own you. Um, they like to be treated like a human Yeah. and like, if it's a cat, they might be on your countertops a lot. If they're a dog, they're going through your trash. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Like with their toys, like their toys are everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. They and just bring them around. That's like, our, our cats have the toys everywhere. <laughs> this is like a real like therapy it, session for you terrible. and the cats. People don't understand. <laughs> they, they are like the bane of my existence. <laughs> I feel like people can feel this through the. I, I, I know like, they're going to be able to feel how much these cats. I feel they all want me to me to, to perish early. Like they Rocky me, does. Well, I don't no. think the other two care. Well, Dusty wakes me up every night because he wants, licking because my he head. You. He's licking my head. Like I wake up at three in the morning. Most people like wake up from like some spirit sign at three in the morning. No, I wake up from Dusty with his tongue in my ear, licking my ear. He's like uh, he loves you. Yeah, and then when I like you know I'll wake him up to pet him. Yeah. They don't walk away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't want a reciprocation. No, this was about you. And I'm, I'm like three more dusty. Just relax, sit down, relax, and then he'll just run away. Listen, we know something's wrong with Dusty. Okay. <laughs> like that's why we adopted him. 
Yeah. <laughs> he was five. Nobody was taken. Can you imagine waking up every day at three in the morning with a cat licking your ear? Okay. Well, yeah, they all do that. They yeah. all. All right. All right. Wait, no, Dusty is, he's a little obsessed with you. <laughs> but then let's say you have a blue animal. Blue, yeah. I think these are the therapy dogs. Okay. You know, the lap dogs, the lap cats, the ones that probably could be therapy animals. Like whenever I see the ones, oh my gosh, like sometimes you have these therapy dogs come into school or the therapy dogs that, um, you can read a book to the dog at the library. Like they have that program, like so blue and they're so chill yeah. and they just sit there and they could just, they sleep a lot and, um, they're kind of better with, they're really good with people yeah. and they're very patient. Okay. That, I mean, that's what I want out of my cats. <laughs> you? That's why I actually, I got, he does, he tricked me. The turquoise, you know, he tricked, Dusty he tricked did. me at the shelter. He did. Well, well, yes. Yeah. He tricked us all. So we do get our cats at Peggy Adams. That's a charity that we donate to yes. when we do our events our meditation events and we got our cats there and he tricked me at the shelter dusty yeah. you know and now i get it because he was turquoise yeah. like he was all like you know he's an older cat <laughs> yeah uh, i wanted an older cat you know yeah. and he was like what was it they said he was seven or five they or said seven, five five and but the vet was or someone else was saying he might be like my friend 10. who's a physician's like assistant, he could be closer to 10 like he's not for for humans she's like he's not five he's right. older he's like cataracts he had like cat, yeah and he had, yeah. Like when we got him he had like cataracts and he, he but they're like, like it's it's fine he's fine yeah and they I, don't always know you know they yeah. just get them off the street you and know he, yeah and he came up to me he was all like friendly and yeah i'm like nobody's t-. and i knew like Nobody's taking this guy. Like, yeah. this guy, nobody's taking this guy. No, and that's what I liked him. him. I thought he would just, like, sit there. Yeah. Like, I really thought, like, oh, he's just going to sit on the couch. He's quiet. Yeah, he's, he is quiet. <laughs> but he's licking me all the time. And he would just sit there and chill. No, no. But that's what we wanted. We wanted that's what a cat. Wanted, yeah. Like, nobody else was going to adopt. Yeah. Like, that well, was got, my goal. Well, we got that. And we did. We got that. <laughs> that was my goal. Like, I want one that nobody else will take. Yeah. That's, and and yeah. it kind of backfired on me because then, you know, because he's him. And then the kids were like not so – I mean they're not like, – he's probably into me most of all the people. Like the kids aren't into him so much. Yeah, like, he's, he's more chosen with, you. I'm like his likes. person. So then I felt bad. Then my blue kicked in. Yeah. And I had a – and then we went and we got Binks. Because, yeah. Because like Binks was like a little kitty. Yeah. Also um, a rescue. A different – I forgot which, where we rescued him from. But another company that saves cats. And yeah. then – but he was more – like like a kid, like he was younger. I think he was yeah. a kid. We got him as a he's kid. A kid. He's, he's a kid. He's very yeah. he's pink and blue. Yeah, he's you know? pink and blue kid. <laughs> he's very chill. And Ab and he loved Abby. When, yeah. So I'm yeah, like, I know. all right, now I, so Dusty, That's... actually, it's your fault that we have an extra cat. I know. Look at me sleeping now. He's so good. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna do pet readings from the Mystic Michaela spiritual family. They guessed what their they thought their pets' colors were. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So, did you like that Lumi deodorant? I, I did right before yoga today. I was in the men's locker room. I loomied up. Yeah, I sure I like, did. Yeah. With the deodorant wipes, yeah. right? Yeah, use the wipes. Yeah, I yep. use them too before yoga because it's getting tight in there. Yeah. And we don't want anybody smelling anything that you don't want them to smell. E- exactly. <laughs> it's very important. You know, Lumi is a whole body deodorant. It's the first of its kind. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Your pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated, clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. How? Unlike some deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. 
aluminum-free, baking soda-free, and paraben-free, pH balance for safe use below the belt. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash, and I recommend too, the deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code KYA at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So I took it to the Facebook page. I asked the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family to give us their pets. So I asked them, you know, I said, I don't really see auras around pets, but if your pet was an aura color, what would they be and why? And I asked them to include a picture. Now, I mean, they, we were, seem, they seem to know their pets, yes, the colors. They, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they got their colors down of their pets. I, I think pretty much everyone is accurate on this. It's a great thread to go through. It if you're really having good. any sort of bad day, just go through this thread. You won't have a bad day anymore. No. They're the cutest pictures. It's so hard to even just pick who yeah. I was going to pick, but I just picked who spoke to me the loudest as I was going through the thread. But I will definitely be pulling from here more in the yeah. future. I mean, we did have about 400 entries, mm-hmm. so there were, there were a lot to go through. We couldn't get to them all, obviously, but... Uh, we just picked them out. I, p- I picked some funny ones. So. <laughs> you picked I just, some I just funny went with ones. the ones that made me laugh. I just picked the ones where the animals, they do. They just shout at me a little bit energetically. Okay, so let's start with Tatiana F. Okay. She gives us a picture of her sweet Murphy boy. Um, and, I, and she says that he's probably red. I love his picture. He, this is what I get around him. I feel like he's extremely protective of her. He feels like it's his job to protect her. That's a big thing. And he likes to give her like context in which to do this. Um, He's really a confident dude. He does not see any of his antics as being um, needing discipline or anything like that. Like he's confident in everything that he does. And anytime I feel like she says like, don't do this or let's try it this way or whatever. He just is like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, like that. Um, It's funny because she says that. When he gets anxious, she notices that she's anxious too. So she has to watch her mood around him, just how bonded they are. So anyways, I just, I, he's just, if you see his picture, yeah, no, he's very I saw that one. He's yeah. intense and I like he, it. Yeah. He does look a little intense. <laughs> he looks a little intense. Okay. What do you got? All right. I went with Kayla N and her dog Murphy. So she thinks Murphy would be the same colors as her and she's purple and blue. This dog lives to socialize. Anytime we have people over, Murphy thinks it's a party for him. He also loves to go anywhere for the excitement of it. <laughs> I've never seen a dog get more excited to go to the vet. <laughs> yeah, I mean that – okay. Yeah. He also hates being told what to do and can be a little bit of a hot mess, probably hot mess purple sometimes. So And, there, and he's like chewing on something purple there. He's just funny. He's got his mouth open, his tongue going there. I don't know. He just spoke to me. Uh, and yeah, I, I would agree. He, he looks like a purple blue. It's so funny because we did two back-to-back Murphys. Oh, you did Murphy too? Yeah, that oh, that was Murphy too? Tatiana's dog was a Murphy too. Oh, okay. All right. When I look at Kayla's dog, Murphy though, oh my God, he's so funny. He does look like that. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, you guys already know your animals. Like, if I didn't hear any of that, I would be like, oh my gosh, this dog seems so social. He seems so well-adjusted. He seems really excited. 
if like he seems like the type if a burglar came in the house he'd be like want to be my friend you know you could win him over with a cookie real easy i mean yep. he just he just seems like he is just the vibe we all need to be on my, my question is i think kayla throws him birthday parties too <laughs> So I bet you has. I bet you she does have parties for him. She probably does, and he like expects them, and yeah. he looks forward to them. Yeah, he probably he thinks. Pro- yeah, he probably thinks any gathering right, is a is party for, for him. him. Yeah, <laughs> it's his birthday again. It's my birthday again. It's my birthday again. Well, and that would make sense because like in dog years, like you'd have to throw what like seven years, <laughs> like seven birthdays. Par- a year. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I think you're right about yeah. that little Murphy. Yep. Oh, that's really cute. Yep. All right. All right. The next one I had was, and I just picked it because this cat's picture just really spoke to me. <laughs> I picked um, River R. Writes, "This is Reaper." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look, if you look at his face, you get it. Yeah. AKA, they call Mister Reaper Beeper, old man, <laughs> grumpy old man, handsome man, trash panda, and dumpster cat. He can be a hot mess purple and blue. Hot mess purple because he never bathes. Is always stinky. Rummages through the trash and sink. Blue because he's the most cuddly, lovey cat I've ever met. Gives actual hugs, and you can feel the love from his hugs. He's old and has some health issues, but is such an old man mixed with big baby vibes. So I was looking at at him, Reaper, and he just looks like he's seen a lot. I wonder if he's some sort of rescue because he's he's got that vibe like living on the street kind of yeah. thing, you know. And he knew how to survive for a long time. He's seen the worst of people. He's seen the best of people. You know, and now he only likes River, probably. Okay. <laughs> Can we throw a little red in there on him? Oh, you think he's more like a, oh, a red purple? Maybe. I get what you're saying with the purple blue. Okay. I get what you're saying because I feel like he, if he loves you, he's kind to you. Okay. Like if you're his people, you're his people. Yeah. He might, but you know, uh, you know, people coming in, he's got a healthy, you're, maybe you're picking that up. Yeah. Like well, I'm getting kinda... like, like a little bit of a rocky vibe with him. But oh, I think... he'll rip you up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, yeah. if, if, but if probably only if you deserve it, right? <laughs> like Rocky will rip you up no matter what. There's just something wrong with our cat. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Okay, so I'm going with another birthday boy here. So Bree M, I okay. thought this was funny. Comet would be South Florida purple and yellow. He's very crazy about tennis balls. He will play <laughs> until he can hardly breathe anymore. Jumanji, Jumanji. I added that. But he's also very particularly organized with his balls. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds like a South Florida purple guy. Um, you know, likes, you know, likes his balls, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he looks – He loves his – He yeah. does look like one of those, like um, – you know, how, like people play tennis, but they're not like a professional. Yeah, you know, and they get they get like real like ex- like anxious about it. And it's like you're just playing in your neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like he looks like that. Yeah, he, it says he's a sweet dog. He's just a little crazy. I can see that. And I love that she put him like in a birthday hat and it says <laughs> birthday boy on it. He so. owns it. Yeah, um, I wish I had a better picture. Yeah, it's hard to see his you eyes. Know, it's a, it's yeah. a little hard to see his eyes, but looking at Comet, I guess like I get kind of a, a passiveness about him. Um, so what does that mean? I feel like he's, he'll, he didn't, he engages when he wants to and when he doesn't, he doesn't. So, you know, most dogs, we, we think of them as pleasers in a lot of ways. Comet feels like if, if I want to, if, if I'm into it, otherwise, no, I can see that with him. Yeah. All right. I got, um, oh, I wanted to do a horse. Okay. So I picked Katie, uh, Kay's horse and she says, Gus, that's her horse, gives me purple vibes. He has a very confident attitude. One of the ladies in the barn always says he's saucy, and he loves to do different things each day. He doesn't like doing the same thing every day and gets bored with that. And I, like I just said in the speech, and I've said this before, horses 
are the best telepathic communicators. They're just the best talkers, like when I'm doing stuff like this. And I just get this thing with Gus where um, I don't, because I don't know about horses and I don't know if this is normal or not, but he feels like he's like twitchy in the legs. So I get this need, especially with um, back right. Would that be right? Back right. Yeah, back right leg, I get some sort of need to kind of be twitchy with it. I don't know if that's like a kick because that would be aggressive more than just kind of like a shove or he does something with that leg when he's and it's part of his personality. I don't know what that means, but that's what I get on him. And I feel like it's overall him being like, yeah, no, we're not doing that or don't don't do that or um, I'm doing this instead. Um, And he also, you know, I think this I don't know if this is a horse thing, too. But I feel like he doesn't know how big he is or whatever. And he tries to fit into small spaces that he probably can't fit into or something. I mean, that's just a random thing. But he he does feel funny. Like, he's got a personality. Like, he would just come home with you and just, like, watch TV with you or something. Like, he doesn't have an idea that – he doesn't understand the separateness of things. Hmm. All right. What do you guys got? All right. we right. I'm going with – I'm going with Brittany R., Oh my! I picked her you too. You picked Brittany her too. Yeah, oh. that's just a great picture. Yeah, I, I think I just went with it because it was a great picture. But it I'll, really is. I'll read. It, I guess okay, Junie has to be purple, purple like real purple. It's she, her cat. It's her cat. Yeah, yeah. Junie's the cat. Um, she gets the most high speed zoomies at two p.m. I don't know what are the zoomies. No, that's what Dusty does. Like running, running, running. Oh, that's the zoomies. Okay, zoomies. She screams constantly. Won't eat her food if it's not perfectly placed in her bowl. Sounds like our cats. And only likes attention on her own terms. She's definitely the cutest gal in Florida, but she can be a little wild. And there's Brittany with her cat, and she looks so happy with the cat. The cat is so like, uh. Yeah, but the cat's like, oh. Such a great picture. Yeah. And this is why it's such a great picture because like. Um, yeah, Brittany looks so, so happy and the cat's just like, oh, <laughs> it just like cracked me up. So when I looked, when I looked at, um, this cat, uh, yeah, same thing. I got this feeling of Junie wanting to escape and Junie wanting <laughs> to get out and Ju- like not away, you know, from her cat mom, just kind of into the world. And I feel like Junie thinks that it's different than it actually is out there. And she does feel like she might be more, you know how some cats are more into birds than others. Like she feels like she's really into birds and like watching them and stuff like that. And uh, I think she really envisions herself taking one down and living her like super cat life out in the wild. So I do have like this vision of her thinking she could and will, and she might be plotting an escape. Hmm. Well, maybe she could get Comet, the other South Florida purple. That's Bree's dog and, you know, who likes balls. And they could work work out a plan together. Okay. (laughs) Well, she should ask Reaper what it's like outside. And then Reaper would be like, you don't want to go out there, man. You're not cut out for a Junie. The trash can panda. Yeah. Like Reaper would be like, you're not cut out for a Junie. I'd like to see you last five minutes out there. And Junie be like, I'm not talking to you anymore. Oh you got God. negative attitude. All right, I think you got the last one. Oh, I got the, all right. So, all right. So this, this is interesting here. Now, Stina W. And there's another person that chimes in as well. Her baby Chief <laughs> is the sweetest dog she's ever met in her life. He has to have a blue aura, the way he takes care of me and can sense when I'm overwhelmed and stressed. I never met a dog so in tune with people around him. Blue. So is blue. And then she writes, Jumanji stresses this poor guy out so much that nobody can touch his mommy. <laughs> and then 
Donis M also says, oh, my God, the same for our dog. When he – Jumanji also. <laughs> what is going on with these dogs at Jumanji? All right. So these dogs do not like their mommies being – Doing Jumanji. Jumanji, with, okay. With somebody. They don't like that. Okay. That's so funny. Well, looking at Chief, Chief is very – I would say he's totally blue, too, like if he were an aura color. He just, to me, comes through like kind of long-suffering and where are you – and I need you to um, never leave me, like separation anxiety. Uh, when he's when he's with her, he's always got to touch her, um, kind of just needs to – some dogs, like, they like to lay on you all the time or like to know exactly where you are. Like, he feels like the type to follow you from room to room. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So he, Jumanji would stress them out. All right. So there's no – Oh, I, I feel like – okay, this is weird. Oh, boy. <laughs> is this going to get – Creepy? I feel like it. If I if you hadn't read should, that should to I me, call no, no. Over time. If you had no, okay, it's okay. Okay, I'll say it politely. If you had not read that to me, this is what I would have gotten from Chief. I would have been like, Chief doesn't like when you smell like other people. Oh, <laughs> what if they use Luby? <laughs> so I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> but maybe Jumanji merges smells. So no, I can, I'm, not, I'm not even going to make the no, joke I'm about to make. Okay. Don't even say anything. <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll get it together. We got to get it together. Get it together. That I was mean, fun. There were so many jokes I could have went with. There's so many directions, but it's a, it's a you know, family-friendly show. And <laughs> I felt we didn't call over time, so I wasn't going to go there. No. But that, that is, I mean, that is... Yeah, that's strange. All right, it's all no. But if I, I would yeah. never have yeah. thought that. Yeah, you know. But if I was just yeah, doing the reading and somebody was like, "Oh, here's Chief," I'd be like, "Oh, he doesn't like when you smell like people that aren't him." Yeah, you know, yeah. or you. Like yeah. that that could be the main anxiety issue with Jumanji. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's so many questions they have. <laughs> anyway, and, but it's another okay. Just, all right. Well, we, we have didn't our, call overtime. You have to move on. Yeah, we have to move on. All right, let's just finish it up. Um, <laughs> totally changing gears here. Oh, our event. We got our 11-11 yes, event so coming exciting. up. It Planning. feels like it's starting to get there now. We're about two months away. Yes. Uh, taking place in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11-11 and the night before. Is 11-11? Yeah, 11-11 is a Saturday. Yeah, so on 11-10. 11-10, we're going to do like a book signing yeah. at the hotel. Just hanging out. Hanging you don't out. need a ticket. You can just come. You just come if you're in south florida and you just yeah. want to show up yeah, show us your purple come and show us Socialize. your purple we have the details for the hotel and stuff if you want to stay with us or near or around us it's right on, it's on the facebook yeah page. so yeah we're, it's at the Bahiamar hotel mm-hmm. so then 11 11 in the morning we're mm-hmm. doing the event yeah uh with the meditation and all that stuff yes. and raffle and have and a, and a breakfast a big breakfast yeah it's um fun. and then later that night I think we'll probably head over to uh, Bo's Beach Bar mm-hmm. right across from the hotel. I mean, they're still open, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're still open. I didn't even, I didn't even check. I'm just assuming they're open. We should open. probably check on that. Yeah, I will check on that. <laughs> we're getting Make there. a note. We'll check that. And then also we're hoping, which seems like it's going to be a thing, we're going to do a sound bath. Not oh. us, but we have a couple of brothers who are fantastic. Yeah, amazing in the community. Uh, it is a sound bath that I went to. Yeah. But it's outdoors, so... You can go it's to a be- it. No, yeah. they're beautiful. But it, yeah, these, they're really these brothers are amazing. nice guys. And yeah. hopefully we're going to do a sound, you know, have uh, opportunity for the sound bath on yes. the beach, maybe right before 
Bo's Beach Bar. Yeah. Uh, maybe around seven o'clock that evening. So that that'll be fun. And then just hanging out that day. It's it's a it's a great location. Yeah. Um, pool beach. Pool right on the beach. beach. Bike bike rentals come with. If you stay at the hotel, you get bike rentals. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you can rent bikes for free. Well, you know, included in the price of the hotel. Um, real real fun real fun time. It should be a real fun. Time. I mean, and I'll say this, and like I've said it before. I don't know how else to say this except you have to believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> when you come to one of our MMSF events, yeah. everyone is your friend. Yes. I don't like that's true. Yeah. Like you could just walk up to a random bunch of people and feel awkward as anything. Just be like, I'm here alone. Yeah. And they'd be like, you're yeah. our friend. Yeah. And that's how you all are. You're like amazing. Yeah. I've seen it happen. We're not going to let you indigo, you know, indigo it. At no. This time. You're not going to be sitting you in a corner. You may take a nap. You can't. Yes, you, there is nap time. It's actually scheduled uh, after the event. There's a scheduled after, yeah, nap after time. the eleven eleven event to like you know the uh, let's say the sound bath like preview. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like after eleven until like four, yeah. then you can start moseying out again. Yeah. Grab something to eat. Yeah. From yeah. Four to seven. Well, no, they bet. Yeah, like four to seven is like nap time. Oh, four to seven. Indian. All right. Four to seven. Well, a lot of people will be at the pool. Oh, okay. Pool and the pool bar. You pick but, your nap time. Yeah, that's your nap time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's if you're an indigo, that's when you go. But yeah, we're not gonna let you indigo. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you think you're gonna get like an indigo pass, no. No. No, you're gonna be talking no, to people. No. If you're sitting alone, yeah. people will come up to you. Yes. And it, it, it is interesting because you see all the people, you know, it's based off the Facebook page, mm-hmm. the Facebook group. So definitely I recommend if you're not in the Facebook group now, maybe hop in there. Yeah. And then you might, you know, you recognize people in there. We have about, you know, eight discussion groups that we do during the week. Mm-hmm. And on a lot of them will recognize that each other. We also went, we brought all the discussion groups together one night. <laughs> yes. And we're, that was cool. maybe we'll even do that again. So you might recognize people from there. That's a you good might idea. recognize people from the workshops that yeah. we have and the events that we do or the other meditations we do. Right. But you've, you just know that there's this little box on Zoom. Yeah. So now you're going to actually see that they have legs. I know. And that there's a certain height that you probably <laughs> yeah. don't know. That is true because at the last event, everyone's <laughs> like, you're so short or you're so, so tall. tall. Yeah. Like people didn't know how your height. Yeah. <laughs> like I had one of my moderators, Leanne. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's so and, little. You know, I thought she was like, I don't know what a regular woman's height, 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, right. average woman. Right. And she was so little. Like, you're so li- the whole, the whole. She like walks up to you. You're like, what? What? Leanne? Are you 12? <laughs> she's, like, she's so tiny. I'm like, like you look like, it's yeah. It's true. Like, you like just, a different size. You don't know. Yeah. You th- yeah. They're just boxes on Zoom. But it's crazy because when you all meet each other, it's just like, I don't know, cheers and hugs and just, but yeah. a lot of people are coming by themselves. So I don't want you yeah. to freak out. No, If don't. you're coming by yourself and you want a roommate, Please put it on um, the Facebook page yeah. because other people too are looking for that. And uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. I think, I think it'll. Yeah. We'll mention it a couple more times till yeah. the date. So we're still I'm about really two months excited. away. I'm really excited. I can't too. wait. All right. This podcast is for you and about you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today. One. Two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.